0: Glory to God in the highest, and in earth peace, goodwill toward men. Amen. The word of God we want to consider today is the beginning of our gospel reading for this past Sunday, which was the third Sunday in Advent. We're looking at Matthew chapter 11, verses 2 to 6, where Matthew writes, When John, John the Baptist, heard in prison what Christ was doing, he sent his disciples to ask him, Are you the one who was to come or should we expect someone else? Jesus replied, go back and report to John what you hear and see. The blind receive sight, the lame walk, those who have leprosy are cured, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the good news is preached to the poor. Blessed is the man who does not fall away on account of me." My dear friends in Christ, I remember uh, Calvin and Hobbes cartoon in the newspaper from from many years ago, in which Calvin was complaining to his tiger buddy that he didn't, in the previous year, get half of the Christmas presents that he really wanted, and now. What Calvin was expressing there is a thought that oftentimes people can express at Christmas time. And well, we're talking not just about young kids, we're also sometimes talking about adults as well. We may have our high hopes for what we are looking for in Christmas, as far as presents are concerned, as far as celebrations are concerned, family get-togethers. But then things don't always turn out just the way we may like them to. And, well, the problem that I'm talking about is when we have the wrong kind of expectations, for Christmas. And if we have the wrong kind of expectations, well, we can be depressed and down in the dumps. Well, our reading for today, it really happens to be, oh, it's talking about if we have the wrong kind of expectations for Christmas, if we do, and it really means that what we're doing is we're expecting Christ to fit our desires and when I say that remember that we have a sinful nature and our sinful nature it doesn't always want our Savior to be just what he needs to be so Jesus is saying to us don't expect Christ to fit your desires expect him to be what he needs to be to be your Savior At the time of our reading, John the Baptist, he was in prison because of his faithfully preaching God's word. And what had gotten him into prison is he had told King Herod. King Herod had taken his brother's wife to be his wife or girlfriend. And, of course, John the Baptist told him that that was wrong. And because of that, John the Baptist ended up in prison. And now that had to be really depressing for John the Baptist because he knew that it was his job to be the forerunner of the Savior, to prepare the way for the Lord. And now here he is in prison and he can't do that, preparing the way for the Lord anymore. Well, under these circumstances, he heard about what Jesus was doing. He heard about how he was performing miracles and how he was preaching the gospel so he decided to send his disciples to Jesus to ask Jesus, Are you the one who was to come, or should we expect someone else? And now, when you first hear those words, it may seem very strange and out of place that John the Baptist would ask that, because remember, at the beginning of Jesus' ministry, when Jesus was baptized and when he was installed in his office as the promised savior when John had seen Jesus he had said of Jesus behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world it's kind of surprising that John would ask this question now when he had made that confession when he basically was saying you are the one who was to come so Was John now doubting that Jesus was the Christ? And it's possible that John did doubt. It's also possible that maybe John was just sending his disciples to Jesus so that they could learn about Jesus. But it's more likely that John here, since he was imprisoned as he was, that he was experiencing a weakness of his faith. Like we all do at times in the course of our lives as we deal with the different problems and troubles that we face in this life. It'd be great if we always had a great confidence in our Lord but things happen that sometimes we can be down in the dumps and we can have our questions and we can have our doubts and Maybe that's what was happening here, you know, by the grace of God. We know that Jesus is our Savior. We know that he lived and died for us to pay for our sins. But we can have doubts at times as well. We can have doubts at times. And now John, he may have had his doubts because, well, he could look at his message and his message was largely the law telling the people to repent. He also talked about impending judgment for when there's rejection and then he looked at Jesus' message and Jesus' message in some respects it seemed to be more along the lines of the gospel. And maybe there were some questions in John's mind for this because Here was Jesus. He was healing the sick, raising the dead. He was preaching the gospel to the people. And, oh, perhaps John thought that Jesus was maybe being a little bit too easy on the people. He may have wanted Jesus to show less love and execute more judgment. John's idea of what the Savior was to be like may have been different from what God knew Jesus should be like. And and if that's true, John certainly wasn't the first or the last person to look at God, to look at Jesus, and think he knew better than what God, what Jesus knows. Oh, all of us probably at different times have maybe said, you know, if God were smart, he'd do this or that. If if we all probably have had the inclination to say that, but what gives us, us sinful human beings, the right to expect God's actions to fit our desires? It's best for us always to remember that God always knows what's best. Jesus said to John's disciples, Go back and report to John what you hear and see. The blind receive sight, the lame walk, those who have leprosy are cured, the deaf hear, and the dead are raised, and the good news is preached to the poor. Blessed is the man who does not fall away on account of me. The miracles that Jesus performed in general, they thrilled the people, except for Jesus' enemies, of course, but the miracles, they thrilled the people. But his message, which really is good news, can kind of turn people off at times. There were, will always be people who reject Jesus because they don't like his message. And probably Jesus' main teaching that turns people off, well, it's fighting words kind of for our sinful nature, is that teaching that we can do nothing to earn our salvation. We can do nothing to win heaven for ourselves. That's Jesus' job. That without Jesus, we're totally worthless without Jesus. Our sinful pride doesn't like that message. It just doesn't like that message to hear where we are without God. And... We may not like to hear it, but we're blessed when through faith we know that we can't save ourselves but that Jesus did everything for our salvation. So don't expect Jesus to fit your desires. Don't expect Jesus to fit your plans, knowing always that our sinful nature kind of messes that messes up our our desires and our ideas for what God should do, but, but do expect Jesus to be the Savior that you need. He lived and died for you to pay for all of your sins, and he rose from the dead to prove he did do what we needed him to do. Amen. Let's pray. Dear Lord Jesus, thank you for being the Savior that we need. One who lived and died for us to pay for all our sins and who rose from the dead to prove you are the Savior we need. We pray in your name. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always.